Welcome back to the Right Leader Podcast, where we dive deep into the skills that make great leaders unforgettable. I'm your host, Zachary Mitchell, and today we're unlocking the secrets of delegation, not just offloading tasks, but truly empowering your team. Get ready to transform your leadership style and foster a culture of trust, autonomy, and accountability. Let's jump in. First, like and subscribe to this platform to get more updates on future podcasts. It helps other leaders like yourself obtain access to more resources and tools to strengthen their skills. And now on to the Right Leader Podcast. Segment one, the delegation dilemma. Delegation or lack thereof can be a real puzzle for many leaders, especially those stepping into the roles for the first time. The hesitation to delegate often stems from a cocktail of reasons. Some leaders might fear that delegating tasks will lead to a loss of quality. After all, who can do it better than the person who has always done it? Others might worry about losing control over the project's direction, feeling that stepping back would mean letting go of the reins entirely. And then there's the trust factor. The concern that the team might not be up to the task, leading to potential failures that reflect poorly on leadership. When I first took a, on a leadership role, these fears weren't just theoretical. They were my reality. I was so caught up in details, double-checking every line of work, and essentially redoing tasks I had assigned. It was exhausting. Not just for me, but for my team as well. They felt undervalued and restricted, unable to truly showcase their capabilities. It was a classic case of micromanagement, and it turned me into the very bottleneck I was trying to avoid. The turning point came when the mentor of mine sat me down for a heart-to-heart. Zachary, they said, you're not just leading projects here, you're leading people, and people grow by taking on challenges and sometimes even failing. That conversation was a wake-up call. I realized that by not delegating, I was safeguarding the project's success. I was hindering my team's growth and inadvertently my own development as a leader. Delegating is not about offloading tasks you don't want to do. It's about recognizing and nurturing the strengths and potential of each team member. It's about giving them the space to shine, make mistakes, learn, and ultimately contribute to the project in meaningful ways. This realization changed my approach to leadership. I began to see delegation not as a risk, but as an investment. An investment in my team's future and overall success of our projects. As leaders, our job isn't to be the hero of every story but to create an environment where heroes can emerge, grow, and succeed. This journey begins with understanding the true essence of delegation and embracing it as a tool of empowerment, not just strategy for task management. Segment two, the delegation blueprint. Mastering the art of effective delegation is like crafting a masterpiece. It requires understanding, precision, and a bit of creativity. The first step in this journey is getting to know your team. Not just their names and roles, but their skills, passions, and aspirations. This knowledge becomes your compass in navigating the delegation process. Take, for example, a creative project that just landed on your desk. You could distribute tasks randomly, or you could pause and consider who on your team thrives in creative waters. Perhaps there's a team member who doodles brilliant designs in the margins of their notebook or another who comes up with innovative solutions to complex problems. 
Assigning tasks based on these strengths not only boosts the project's chance of success, but also increases the job satisfaction among your team. But understanding strengths is just one part of the equation. The next and equally crucial step is setting clear expectations. Imagine planning a road trip with friends. You wouldn't just say, let's head west and see what happens. You'd have a destination in mind, perhaps even a route, and places you would want to visit along the way. The same goes for delegation. It's essential to define what success looks like for each task or project. What are the milestones? What's the timeline? What resources are available? This clarity removes ambiguity and sets your team up for success. However, effective delegation doesn't stop at assigning tasks and clarifying expectations. It also involves providing the right level of support. This might mean offering resources, training, or simply being available for questions. It's about striking the perfect balance between giving your team the autonomy to make decisions and offering support to guide those decisions in the right direction. Moreover, effective delegation is an ongoing process, not a one-time event. It involves regular check-ins, not to micromanage, but to ensure everything is on track and to offer help wherever is needed. These check-ins are also opportunities for feedback, both giving and receiving. They allow you to adjust course if necessary and recognize achievements along the way. In my own journey, I have found that the most successful delegations are those where the leader acts more like a coach than a director. It's about empowering your team to take ownership of their work, encouraging them to bring their unique perspectives and ideas to the table, and ultimately creating a culture where everyone feels valued and motivated to con contribute their best. As leaders, our goal should be to build a team that feels confident and capable, knowing they have the support and freedom to explore, innovate, and grow. That's the blueprint for delegation that not only achieves results, it also fosters a positive and productive work environment. Segment three, building a culture of ownership. Cultivating a culture of ownership within your team is like planting a garden of potential. Each team member is a seed, and with the right care, they can grow into something extraordinary. Ownership isn't just about handing over tasks. It's about entrusting your team with the autonomy to make decisions, solve problems, and take initiative. It's about empowering them to own their projects, their successes, and yes, their failures too. Reflecting on my own leadership journey, a pivotal moment was when I took a step back on a major project, passing the baton of planning to a junior team member. This wasn't about offloading work. It was about deliberate choice to empower and entrust. I provided the roadmap, set the boundaries, and then let them navigate. The experience was transformative not just for the project, but for the team member. Watching them transition from hesitation to decisive action was a testament to the power of ownership. The plan they developed was not only thorough, but creative, surpassing expectations and setting a new standard for our projects. But how do you cultivate this culture? It starts with trust. You need to believe in your team's abilities and demonstrate this belief through your actions. Trust, it's, trust is contagious. Once you show it, your team will start to trust in their capabilities too. Next, encourage risk-taking. 
This doesn't mean being reckless, but fostering an environment where taking calculated risk, risks is celebrated, even if it doesn't always lead to success. It's always about valuing the learning journey as much as the outcome. When team members feel safe to experiment, innovate, and occasionally fail, they're more likely to take ownership of their work and push beyond their comfort zones. Feedback and recognition play critical roles in building ownership too. Regular constructive feedback helps team members understand where they're excelling and where there's room for growth. Recognizing their efforts and achievements, especially when they've taken the initiative, reinforces their sense of ownership and motivates them to continue pushing boundaries. Finally, lead by example. Show what it means to take ownership of your responsibilities, decisions, and outcomes. Your team will notice and mirror this behavior. It's about becoming accountable, proactive, and engaged. When leaders practice what they preach, it sets the tone for the entire team. Building a culture of ownership is a journey, one that requires patience, trust, and a lot of encouragement. But the rewards, increased engagement, higher productivity, and more empowered team are well worth the effort. It turns your team into a collective of individuals who don't just work for you, but with you, striving towards shared goals with the passion and commitment. That's the essence of leadership. Not just leading a team, but inspiring a community of owners who are invested in their work and in each other's success. Segment four, trust and autonomy, the twin pillars of empowerment. Trust and autonomy aren't just buzzwords. They're the foundation stones upon which empowering leadership is built. When we talk about empowering the team, what we're really discussing is creating a space where trust flourishes and autonomy is granted not as a privilege, but as a right. This dynamic duo acts as the engine for driving forward a culture where innovation isn't just welcomed, it's expected. The moment truly crystallized this for me involved a team member who came forward with a proposal that, frankly, seemed a bit out there. It was a path less traveled, and it would have been easy to adhere to the tried and tested. Yet, what leadership comes down to at moments like these isn't about playing it safe. It's about trusting in the potential of your team. So I did just that. I said, let's do it, and gave them the autonomy they needed to implement their idea. Not only did the project succeed, but it also became a milestone of innovation for our team. It was a clear message. Trust begets trust, and autonomy fosters innovation. But how do we cultivate these twin pillars within our teams? It starts with letting go of the need to control every detail. This isn't about taking a step back from leadership, but rather stepping into a different role, that of a guide, a mentor, and a supporter. It's about understanding that empowering your team means trusting in their abilities and decision-making processes. It means providing them with the tools they need, setting clear goals, and then stepping aside to let them navigate the path forward. Autonomy goes hand in hand with trust. It's about giving team members the freedom to own their work, make decisions, and importantly, learn from their ex experiences. Autonomy doesn't mean abandoning support. It's about adjusting the sails while letting your team steer the ship. This approach not only enhances their problem-solving and critical thinking skills, but also boosts their confidence and engagement. A crucial aspect of fostering trust and autonomy 
is creating a safe environment where failure is not seen as a catastrophe, but as a stepping stone for growth. When the team members know that taking risks is encouraged and that failures won't be met with retribution, they're more likely to experiment, innovate, and push beyond the boundaries of what's been done before. And remember, the relationship between trust, autonomy, and empowerment is cyclical. As trust leads to great autonomy, the successful exercise of autonomy reinforces and deepens that trust. Creating a virtuous cycle of empowerment and innovation. In my journey, learning to trust in the capabilities of my team and to grant them the autonomy they needed to flourish was transformative. It not only led to incredible project outcomes, but also to the development of a team dynamic where creativity, responsibility, and mutual respect were paramount. Trust and autonomy are indeed powerful tools in a leader's arsenal, capable of unlocking the highest levels of creativity and engagement within a team. Segment five, accountability in action. When we talk about empowering our teams, it's crucial to remember that empowerment and accountability go hand in hand. It's like embarking on a treasure hunt. You equip your crew with maps and compasses, tools and expectations, and then embark on the journey together, holding each other accountable for navigating the path ahead. But what does accountability really look like in action? Firstly, setting clear expectations is foundational. Imagine you're the captain of a ship. You wouldn't just tell your crew to sail somewhere in the Caribbean. You'd specify the exact island you're aiming for. In the same vein, leaders must articulate the goals and objectives with precision, ensuring every team member understands their role in the voyage. Providing the right tools is equally essential. You wouldn't just send your crew to find treasure without shovels or a map. In the workplace, this translates to ensuring your team has the resources, training, and support they need to achieve their goals. It's about equipping them for success, not just setting expectations and stepping back. Then comes the part about holding each other accountable. This isn't a one-way street. It's a pact between leaders and their teams. Accountability in action means regular check-ins, open lines of communication, and a mutual commitment to the journey. It's about navigating together, adjusting courses needed, and being transparent about challenges and successes. Creating a supportive environment where mistakes are seen as learning opportunity is key. I recall a project that didn't go as planned, despite our best efforts. Instead of assigning blame, we used it as a springboard for discussion. What could we do differently next time? What lessons could be learned? This approach transformed a potential setback into a valuable growth experience. Celebrating success is the other side of the accountability coin. It's important to recognize and celebrate achievements, both big and small. This reinforces the value of everyone's contributions and strength, strengthens the team's commitment to shared goals. It's like reaching that Caribbean island and celebrating the treasure you find, not as individuals, but as a unified crew. In essence, accountability, is, uh, accountability in action is about fostering a culture where empowerment flourishes alongside responsibility. It's about setting the stage for your team to succeed guiding them through the highs and the lows, and ultimately achieving your collective goals. This approach not only leads to better outcomes, 
but also to a stronger, more cohesive team dynamic where accountability is seen not as a burden, but as a shared commitment to excellence. Segment six, the path forward with delegation. As we chart our course to the horizon, let's anchor in the understanding that the voyage of effective delegation is perpetual. An expedition that evolves with every new project, team, and goal. It's not simply about distributing tasks and stepping back. It's about nurturing a garden where every seed, every team member, has the chance to grow in something remarkable. Continuous assessment is key. Just as a gardener tends to their plot, adjusting the amount of water or sunlight each plant receives, so too must leaders regularly evaluate the delegation landscape. It's about understanding that what worked for one project may need tweaking for the next. This adaptive approach ensures that delegation remains both effective and empowering. Adjusting your delegation strategies is also crucial. Perhaps a team member forced with a certain level of responsibility on one project, but struggled on another. This doesn't signal failure, but an opportunity for recalibration. Maybe they need more resources, further clarification on expectations, or even a different type of task that aligns more closely with their evolving strengths. The willingness to adjust is what keeps the soil fertile for growth. Communication, the lifeline of effective delegation, must be clear, consistent, and two-way. Imagine it as the water that nourishes the garden of your team's potential. Regular check-ins, feedback sessions, and open forums for discussion create a rich environment where ideas can flourish and challenges can be addressed together. It's through this ongoing dialogue that trust is deepened and the true value of delegation is realized. By embracing delegation as a dynamic journey, you do more than just distribute tasks efficiently, you cultivate a team of emerging leaders. Each delegation becomes a stepping stone in their development, equipping them with the skills, confidence, and creativity to navigate future challenges. This transformation doesn't just benefit the individual, it enriches the entire team and the organization as a whole. Empowering your team through thoughtful delegation sets a powerful cycle in motion. As team members grow, they take on more complex challenges, contribute more significantly to the team's success, and potentially become leaders themselves. Ready to guide the next generation. This is the legacy of effective delegation, a garden of leaders, each ready to bloom in their own time and way. In closing, let us stride forward on this path with a commitment to delegation that empowers, a strategy that adapts, and a communication style that connects. The journey of delegation is ongoing, but each step is an opportunity to foster leadership, creativity, and a collective drive towards success. Let's embark on this journey together with open minds, ready to learn, adapt, and grow. The future is bright, and it's ours to shape through the art of delegation. Thank you for joining me, Zachary Mitchell, on the Right Leader Podcast. Until next time, keep leading right, looking forward, and making every day a step towards the future of leadership we all aspire to achieve. Farewell, and let's lead the way into tomorrow.